Second part of session 68 of the law of one. Let's get more into this psychic attack and almost elimination of the contact. Let's begin. In the first part of this session, we discovered what happened in one of the channelings that LNL Research used to do on Sundays and they would get together, I think it was on Sundays, at least this one. And what happened, this is just a brief uh, refresher of what happened in the first part of the session. We're done as Ra. What happened to the contact with Latui, which is a confederation entity of fifth density? What happened with Latui and the whole uh, contact because there were some anomalies? And Ra explained that Carla went into trends or started to get into trends for the contact of Ra. And that was an opening for the negative entity of the Orion group that has been attacking them all this time has been on top of them, literally, all the time. And we found out that she almost got displaced into negative time space. Now, I explained the whole thing in the other videos, so go watch it if you haven't. If you do, and you just need the refresher, that's what we are talking about. We're continuing on that topic because, guess what? <laughs> it's, uh, it's not only interesting for Don, but it's crucial for him to understand what is happening, what can we do. I mean, these are news that no matter who you are, you will always get um, impacted and scared, I suppose, or warned about. And so you can see that in Don here, and it's completely understandable. Um, we're going to start with actually question 12. That's the next one that we have. So that's basically it. That's all we have discussed so far. And the the conversation is going to uh, continue there then we're going to go into some other aspects of book five which are going to be brief and then we're going to end the contact um as as don finish it because ross said that there was no more energy so let's begin this is probably going to be a shorter uh video because we only have a couple of questions and we already know most of this stuff to go through it without getting into many explanations so i know i always say that and end up making a full hour anyways but uh we'll see so in any case we'll start with question 12 don says it would seem to me that since i can't imagine anything anything worse shall i say than this particular result other than possibly the total disintegration of the mind body spirit complex due to nuclear bomb, that it would be very advisable to seek out the magical training and defense for this situation. Could Ra and would Ra instruct in this type of magical defense? Ra says, this request lies beyond the first distortion. The entity seeking magical ability must do so in a certain manner. We may give instructions of a general nature. This we have already done. The instrument has begun the process of balancing the self this is a lengthy process. 
To take an entity before it is ready and offer it the scepter of magical power is to infringe in an unbalanced manner. We may suggest with some asperity that the instrument never call upon Ra in any way while unprotected by the configuration which is at this time present. So, um, important admonishment by Ra here. Um, so Don, <laughs> I, I love that Don is so, he's so technical. I love Don. He says, uh, I, I can't imagine any other, um, anything worse, more undesirable <laughs> than, uh, other than the total disintegration. So if you remember from the, uh, early 20th sessions, like the, the, the first 21st, 22nd session around there, maybe session 24, it was around there, they talked about the nuclear bombing. And this nuclear bombing was possibly uh, a way in which to disintegrate the mind-body-spirit complex, something that is, for us, is just like, wow, the whole soul disintegrates. Which in the end, it doesn't really matters. I know, I always have to say this with the grain of salt that must be added to my words. Um, because when I say that it doesn't really matter, it's because nothing ever happens to consciousness. And I know that is not something that we as humans care, you see? And that's the reason why it's so hard for us to get into this uh, to the sense of tranquility of harmony because we always think that things bad could happen and so we think that even this and I know I understand also that for the mind for the human mind the total disintegration of a mind body spirit complex sounds like total annihilation but this violates the first law that exists the law of one nothing ever happens to the one. The one never loses anything. It would have to be something uh, something more or something less actually than, than what it is because it can lose something. It can never lose anything. So that's why I mean that nothing really happens in the end other than the loss of experience or potential experience. But guess what? That experience can be relived and it will be relived. So nothing ever happens to God. Well, to us as seemingly separate entities, yes, all sorts of drama happen and we live that. That is part of the process. So I know it's a different uh, view, but it's totally, it's consistent with anything that we know of the most highest uh, understanding of reality. I'm not even saying channelings or sacred texts. No, pure experience that you can check and see, okay, Yes, nothing really happens to consciousness. Plus, I am not this human. I am not this ego. I am pure consciousness. But I experience myself perceptually as a separate self. So in any case, um, Don is horrified by that. And like I said, rightly so. We humans think that things could be, you know, things could go wrong. Um, and what is wrong is simply a deviation, let's say, of the path period and that's okay you know things happen 
So Ra explains that what Don wants to do, which is, you know, train us in the magical um, training that is needed to avoid this displacement of the body and always be protected. And Ra says, because basically this would mean that Carla at any moment could possibly channel Ra if, they, if she had full protection. Whatever that full protection means beyond the circle that they made for contacting Ra. And Ra says that we cannot do that because that goes beyond the first distortion. You know, you have, um, we have given you general instructions and, um, and plus Carla, the instrument, has begun the process of balancing herself. This is a lengthy process, indeed. So then they say, uh, they continue going and saying to take an entity before it is ready and offer it the scepter of magical power is to re infringe in an unbalanced matter. I read this already, right? So, yeah, they're being very uh, strong and rigid in their admonishment here by saying, don't call upon us or Ra. They don't even say us, but on Ra because they don't even consider themselves entities. They just know what they are. But to communicate to us, they need to say, yes, we're a sort of entity. Um, concessions of language. So, in any way, well, unprotected by the Confederation, which is at this time present. Uh, so, yeah, basically, don't call upon us if you're not protected by this circle. And they, um, they took heed of this. So, I think... Yes, this now gets into the um, book five material. Question 13, Don says, we have been speaking almost precisely of the portion of the Esmeralda Sweetwater book, which we wrote having to do with Trostrick's misplacement of the space girl's mind-body-spirit complex. What is the significance of that work that we did with respect to our lives? It has been confusing to me for for some time how that meshes in. Can you tell me that? Ra says, we scan each and find we may speak. Don says, would you please do so now? Ra explains, we confirm the following, which is already, shall we say, supposed or hypothesized. When the commitment was made between two of this group to work for the betterment of the planetary sphere, this commitment activated a possibility-probability vortex of some strength. The experience of generating this volume was unusual in that it was visualized as if is as if watching the moving picture or movie picture. Ra continues and says, time had become available in its present moment form. The scenario of the volume went smoothly until the ending of the volume. You could not end the volume, and the ending was not visualized as was the entire body of the material, but instead was written or authored. So before finishing this last part, let's let's see. So this book, which I haven't read, I must admit, I have not read this book, but it was written by Don and Carla, and apparently the story was very similar to what was happening now with several things. I think they have mentioned it in other sessions already, where they talk about how there are parallels in the story, there are things that... Um, seem similar to what they they wrote and they're living and so there was a lot of um, visualized stuff there 
And so um, Ra simply says, we, we confirm that what you already know uh, we can talk about, so let's talk about it. And is that Don and Carla is to me the two people who are in the group who made this commitment, which was of the the betterment of the planetary sphere, or you know, the good for the planet, what they wanted to uh, to heal within the planet. And this commitment activated a possibility probability vortex of some strength. Now, this possibility probability vortex is the to me in my interpretation the possibility that they would see basically things let's say the future somehow um, that's what a possibility probability vortex is i've explained this in the past so a quick refresher would be like there is a possibility probability vortex that i will record the law of one on monday julie knows this adrian knows this so they can see into the future basically doesn't mean that I will do it, but there is a strong possibility, probability vortex that I will do so. So, uh, you know, people can see into the future. That's a very mundane and uh, not, it's a very shallow example, but it illustrates what a possibility, probability vortex is. There are other deeper ones that we can see, and some people are sensitive to that and I guess that's due to their configuration. But yeah, they were able to see this, even though they didn't see it as a, you know, I'm just gonna sit here and channel the future. They were just seeing it as a story. And they said, well, that's a nice story. Let me write it. And so they, they wrote it and now they found a lot of things in, in there. So the experience of generating this volume, the book was unusual in that it was visualized as if watching the moving picture. It's actually the moving picture. I don't know why I said movie picture. <laughs> same thing anyways, same root of language. So time had become available in its present moment form. That meaning that, I don't know why I keep moving to the slide. <laughs> um, time had become available in its present moment form. The scenario of the volume went smoothly until the ending of the volume. Um, you see, to me, when they say time had become available in its present moment form, is that the uh, the viewing of this vortex was available at that time, and so they were able to uh, see what they wanted to what they wanted to see, and also what they wanted to write. So that's what to me means that time had become available in its present moment form. You could not end the volume. Apparently, they couldn't end the volume in this visualization, but um, they finished it. Authored. This is what Ra means by saying that it was writ written or authored. Um, so it wasn't visualized in that way. The last part that they mention here, they say, this is due to the action of free will in all of the creation. However, the volume, the book, contains a view of significant events both symbolically and specifically, which you saw under the influence of the magnetic attraction which was released when the commitment was made in full memory of the dedication of this, what you may call mission restored. So this magnetic attraction is a sort of, um, to me is, again, it's like a window that opens uh, 
when when two people realize what they are they're here to do and it's open that way it could be with one individual too so you can see this as part of the development of the mind body spirit complex the entity itself and so uh, what it was due to the action of free will was the i think the authoring of the book at the end because it was like okay we have all of this let's just finish it um <laughs> in a way i'm sorry to make this reference but the whole drama and controversy with game of thrones the show and the books <laughs> sort of like that you know um david and dan and dan they basically got the books you know they visualize everything in the show with the books and at the end there were no more books no more visualization so they had to write or author the ending so that's why it's so controversial um so the same thing happened here um so yeah this is um it's just that one event let's move on to question 15. Here, Don says, we have a situation with which I am concerned having to do with the understanding, I shall say, poor word of course, completely the, this activity occurs due to polarity. I think that it is important for me to investigate the techniques, if they are within the first distortion of the fifth density negative entity who wishes to displace the mind-body-spirit complexes of this group. Am I within the first distortion in asking you to describe how this entity goes about this working? Ra says, you are. Don says, well, how does the fifth density entity go about this working from the very start of, this, of his being alerted to the fact that we exist? How does that occur? Can you please trace the steps that he involves in himself in, please? Ra says, the entity becomes aware of power. This power has the capacity of energizing those which may be available for harvest. This entity is desirous of disabling this power source. It sends its legions. Temptations are offered. They are ignored or rejected. The power source persists and indeed improves its inner connections of harmony and love of service. So, this is the description of what happens when they started say the contact and they began to channel information and this is what don is uh, is wanting to do in this question he wants to trace back the steps that the negative entity gets involved in how does this happen now we sort of know already uh, many of the the elements of this this answer the entity becomes aware of power this is the power that is being channeled if you want to visualize it in a very uh, artistic view or representation you can imagine a huge beam of light coming to earth and that is the power so this power has the capacity of energizing those which may be available for harvest well those who are available for harvest, I assume they're talking in... You see, this is the thing. I don't know if I should assume that it's actually uh, only available for harvest here on planet Earth. Because who is actually benefiting from 
the fifth density negative entity to terminate the contact. Maybe indirectly, because no human is involved in this termination of contact. So are they referring to harvest in fifth density? Maybe, because that's the one that is polarizing. The negative entity is getting huge polarization here. Or the Confederation, and the Confederation, the um, the Orion, well, sometimes Rock calls them the Orion Confederation, but the Orion group. Is it them? I don't know. But in any case, just the power is uh, capable of energizing those who are available for, for harvest. So what does the entity do? It does what it wants. It wants to disable the power source. So what is the power source? Of course, it's Carla. It sends its legions. This is the four density uh, minions that Ra talks about. And so they offer temptations and um, of course, by Carla, Don, and Jim, they get ignored or rejected. And so by doing that, the power sword persists and indeed improves its interconnections of harmony and love of service. So that's what happened. The contact persisted. They continued to give what they wanted to, um, to Earth. And so the power got stronger, that by improving its connection of harmony and love of service. So, because initially the fourth density uh, minions couldn't do their work, now the fifth density negative entity gets involved. Ra continues and says, the entity determines that it must needs attempt the disabling itself. By means of projection, it enters the vicinity of this power source. It assesses the situation. It is bound by the first distortion but may take advantage of any free will distortion. The free will pre-incarnative distortions of the instrument with regards to the physical vehicle seem the most promising target. Any distortion away from service to others is also appropriate. Okay, so now in the process of the negative entity, fifth density, of course, we're talking, um, it determines that, well, my minions can do it, I need to do it. So it projects itself. I think we covered this. Uh, I forgot if it was in the last session or it was this one. I forget already. Right? Uh, no, it's, it's last video, I believe. Um, so yeah, they they simply become um, they project their consciousness through time space down into third density time space because they're in fifth density. Uh, negative time space so they project their consciousness down and then they work with light I cover that I think it was in the last video so that's what they are referring to here when it says that by means of projection it enters the vicinity of this power source that is the time space that surrounds Carla Jim and Don um, especially at the time of channeling and so on because they are improving that I guess their connection with time space as Carla was channeling and then she wanted to go into trance and that leaves a huge opening so uh, Ross says that the the entity the negative entity assesses the situation it looks and see well what can I do it's bound by the first distortion we cannot you know uh, just kill Carla because it wants to so that would depolarize the entity by abridging free will 
in, in that way. So it needs to take advantage of any free will distortion. Basically, well, what is your direction of seeking? What is it that you want to do? What is it that uh, you are inclined to do or react to? And so it uses those free will distortions, pre-incarnated distortions, such as the ones that Carla had, uh, in this case, the, the physical uh, body, and that is, you know, the most promising target, as Ra says, because, hey, listen, we can we can attack you or it hurts you, literally, <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, any distortion away from service to others is also appropriate, meaning that, you see, service to others can be summarized as the, the feeling of wanting to do things. Forget about serving others in, I don't know, in a very spiritual way. And I'm using the word spiritual here in the um, vocabulary that is used as, oh, this is spiritual, this is not spiritual. I have a, a huge issue with that word recently because some people have so many definitions for spiritual and it becomes religious. The word spiritual becomes religious. And I think that's a huge problem. For the seeker, at least, it's a huge distraction to consider things like, oh, this is sacred, this is spiritual, that is not. That that in and of itself is causing separation, rejection. Um, some people don't see that. And it's okay. It's, um, it's not their fault, of course. They're just seeing what they think is right. That's their next step, let's say. And that's quite all right. So any distortion away from service to others uh, can be simply the, um, the reaction into rejection, the react reaction into separation. Um, I see this quite often in spiritual communities where people say, uh, I'm very spiritual in this way, but I cannot stand this. You know, that's, a, that's okay. You know, that's, that's your catalyst. And uh, people get offended, you know, by other people telling them uh, something. You know, it's a hard thing to do to, to balance things for people and that's, you know, just the way things are. But uh, when you have a view that something is service to others, oh, this is service to others, that is not. You're already incurring into that um, religious jargon again. Uh, I think it's natural, of course, inevitable that a lot of people will fall into that. But key discernment is important, to me at least. Service to others is simply what you want to do. That's it. You're, you're, you're giving service to others by even giving catalysts. Some people may say, oh, I'm not being a service because I made you know, my wife upset. Well, that's not true. You know, if you do it in a compassionate way and you say, listen, you know, I just don't want to do this. That's just my decision. If you get upset, offended by my decision, that's okay. You know, and you don't have to force the other person to see that, oh, that's your catalyst, nothing. You simply are of service by being who you are. It sounds too simple and basic that we don't want to, no, we want something more complicated, Gabe, because, you know, this service to others is what polarizes me into the, the heaven that I'm looking for. That's very egoic. Um, service to others is simply what you want to do, you know, and as long as you're not doing it to offend people directly, um, you know, by being malicious, as long as you're doing it because you love it, because you have a passion for it, because you want to do this. I've talked to people who are just, 
great examples of this who actually left their um, their relationships because they realized that it was the best thing to do. And later on, you know, the other person actually appreciates that and says, you know, I'm so glad, you know, that we did this, even though it's rough at the beginning. But that's because the person said, you know, I have nothing else to do here. I'm doing what I want. And if you're not okay with this, that's fine. So I'm, I'm emphasizing this because there is, there's always that um, perception that if I, you know, uh, offend other people, I need to satisfy everybody. That's not true. You don't need to. You are who you are and you actually act the way you want to act, period. Nobody can tell you otherwise. And that's where a lot of people come and say, well, I think you need to balance your masculine energy and oh, you have to do this and either that. Thank you for your um, soliciting. <laughs> I appreciate it. I know you do it with love, but I have nothing to work within myself. Things are working out within myself already. So I just need to let go of all these things that I've been repressing. Long conversation, but let's continue because um, any distortion away from service to others, meaning, you know, to, uh, to serve the self, to actually um, eliminate anything within uh, my, my communication or my being that can uh, uh, be a benefit of others, just for me, reverting that benefits to others to benefit of me, then those are appropriate because those can get aggrandized over time because that's how you offer temptations. Somebody has a way of saying, you know, I think I can manipulate this for my benefit, then they will do so, you know, and they will be offered temptations for that, which is okay. That also happens and that just makes you, um, make you aware of your own distortions. So, Ra continues. When the instrument leaves its physical vehicle, it does so freely. Thus, the misplacement of the mind-body-spirit complex of the instrument would not be a violation of its free will if it followed the entity freely. This is the process. So, uh, you see, this is, this is the opportunity that the Orion entity was waiting for. The act of free will of the instrument, Carla, to say, I will leave my physical vehicle. And by doing so, she could be manipulated by not having the magical preparation of defense to be seduced by this negative entity and say, hey, come with me. You know, uh, I have beautiful things to show you. And because of the uh, naivety that occurs within, you know, the incarnation and uh, through the veil and everything, it may happen. So the misplacement of the mind-body-spirit complex of the instrument would not be a violation of its free will because she decided to follow the entity. So that is the process, it's simple. Now, Ross says, we are aware of your present desire to know how to become impervious as a group to any influences such as this. The processes which you seek are a matter of your free choice. You are aware of the principles of magical work. We cannot speak to advice, but can only suggest, as we have before, that it, would, that it would be appropriate for this group to embark upon such a path as a group, but not individually, for obvious reasons. Contacting Ra is no... Uh, it's not an easy thing, as it seems. 
I often get uh, questions about, do you think so-and-so is channeling Ra? And I would say, I don't know. I don't know the knowledge. I don't know the, the, the information that is... It should always be compared to this analytically. Not just like saying, oh, they're saying mind-body-spirit complex. That is Ra. You know, you have to see what, what is, uh, what's the information being given. And how does it um, keep checking with the rest of the information? So you have to do a study, really. Um, I don't. I also don't think that there is people who can individually channel Ra. That's just my opinion. I know. Um, I, I, no, I'm not going to give more life to this, but some people have in the recent in recent times, and I don't. I don't really care to talk about that. Um, but Ra is saying, you know, we know that you want to become impervious, um, impenetrable. Um, completely, uh, what's the word? Um, oh, I can't think of the word. Armored. Like an armored vehicle, right? That is impervious to certain attacks. Something like that is what done once. So um, the process that you seek is a matter of free choice. I mean, they're saying, if you want to do it, you can do it, but um, we cannot give you more information. You are aware of the principles of magical work. That's it. And uh, we will suggest that please do not embark upon such a path of contacting Ra individually for the obvious reasons that are already <laughs> stressed into this, um, this session. So, again, I think this is a good advice also for people who are into, they're new to this channeling and especially now with all the um, influence and affluence of spiritual talk and all of this, uh, perhaps it's a good idea, you know, to, if you want to embark into this, to get really trained and prepared. That's why from the beginning, I was never interested in channeling. Could I have done channeling? Maybe. I don't know. Some people have asked me. I've gotten messages asking if I channel. I don't. I just, I'm just not interested in channeling. Why? I don't know. It's just, it's just not my thing, I guess. Um, it's uh, it's not even the... I just know that I'm, I, I, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready even in the sense of that it's not for me. But some people do. And so the people that do, please take caution. You know, there are some... Uh, I'm going to use the word danger in my dual language here. I say that, you know, there is some danger that you can be distorted further. You can be manipulated further. Let's put it that way. You know, if you want to be manipulated then, and you're open to it, then yay, great. Uh, but if you don't want to be manipulated and be more confused, that's what a lot of people get. You know, they get confused with the channeling and all of this. They start to have issues in their life because they're deviating from the seeking of the one. You know, channeling is not going to get you closer to the one. Uh, psychedelics are not going to get you close to the one nothing is going to get you closer to the one but ceasing of activity you know seeking within the self looking what is that is there what is this silence what is this uh void what is this plenum as ra calls it let me investigate that oh it's not subject to objectivity so <laughs> it's hard for the mind to get there but that's the path you see so deviating from that 
may cause some issues and you might be you might want to be aware of that no matter what you do is what i'm saying i don't want to advise either people what to do but just i think this is a great example of that so let's go on question 17 don says i'm interested in how the first distortion applies to the negatively polarized entity misplacing the mind-body-spirit complex. Why is the negatively polarized entity followed to the place of negative time-space? Why would one of us freely follow the entity? Ross says, the positive polarity sees love in all things. The negative polarity is clever. And so, again, this speaks of the the um the naivety of the positive polarity that sees love in all things and of course it's not protected it doesn't know how to protect itself how do you do that i don't know i really don't know uh the negative polarity is clever so i suppose that you can you can be deceived by being attracted to the love in all things and you can be surrounded by negative just like you know, somebody who is naive, a human who is naive, can be manipulated into, yeah, follow me, you know, have something to show you uh, at the end of this alley. You know, it's really going to impress you. You're going to be uh, surprised to so come. You know, it's free and it's uh, it's nice and it's what you have been looking for. And they take it to the alley and suddenly you're surrounded by thugs or something else and you get ma um, mugged or robbed or whatever. You know, again... Forgive my very mundane <laughs> examples, but I guess something like that. But in time space, and this I explain as the mind-body-spirit complex in the last video, so I won't cover that. What it is to be surrounded in negative time space and what happens actually. So yeah, that's how the negative entity works. It's very clever and it seduces you, you know, into come, let's have fun and you know, you with your free will, you buy into it and you go with it. And, you know, this is this is not just a displacement, but also when people channel certain information, you know, you can be um, taken into that place of, oh, I'm getting information from my family and the people and, uh, oh, I see that I am a leader in this and I need to, whatever it is that your distortion of free will has towards, um, aggrandizement of of the self you will be uh, empowered there yes yes you are the messenger yes you are the messiah you are jesus you are this and you know you just start growing that's the temptation of power temptation of um of manipulation also you get into this and we can even have this all the time i'm not saying that oh well i don't channel so I'm, I'm okay look in your life and see how events give you the catalyst for you to make a choice will you make a choice that is based on your own beliefs that you know unity of compassion of understanding of service to others or will you do it in separation of anger and bashing other people and so on we are swimming in this catalyst right now so it's up to us to see how do we interact with this? Would it be for myself or would it be uh, for others? So yeah, it's, um, it's an important discernment. 
All right, I promised this was going to be a shorter video, and it is because we're at the end of the session. We have one more question. It's question 18, where Don says, then I am assuming if the negative polarity used any other approach that did not use the free will of the other self, he would lose magical polarization and power. This is correct, isn't it? Ra says, this is correct. The transfer energy grows low. We wish to close. Are there any short queries before we leave this instrument? And that's it. Uh, that's the end of the session. Uh, Carlo was out of energy again. And so, um, you know, just done. Ask if there's anything else to do to improve the contact or make the instrument more comfortable. Ross says, nope, you're conscientious, conscientious. We realize your necessity for these queries. See, they're acknowledging, we understand that you're worried about this. We realize your necessity for these queries. All is well, my friends. We thank you and leave you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite creator, Adonai. So it's, um, it's such a beautiful way in which Ra always gives the information. I appreciate it, I have to say. Um, it is correct that by the, by the negative entity doing something without the free will of the entity, then they would lose uh, polarization. That's what I stated before. That's what Don asked here. If the negative polarity used any other approach that did not use the free will of the other self, he would lose magical polarization and power. Well, yes, that's infringement. That's why when we also use somebody else's free will, manipulation, uh, for them to do something uh, that is not right, we're gaining polarization. But we lose polarization if we um, we force them to do something. You see, that's where a lot of people don't get this negative polarization. They think that when people get attacked or done something that clearly um, uh, breaks free will, although there are some examples of this done by, to me, unwise entities who want to simply... Uh, it, do something that is beyond you know what they they should do and it's part of their learning as well but yes that is the um, that's the whole uh, the whole spiel of the negative entity that's what they do in any case we got to the end of this session of this video of course conclusions so this was just a reminder I would say of how the negative entities work in general. Negative entities, let me give a refresher here. In my view, in my model of reality, negative entities simply represent those aspects of ourselves which are available depending on our own distortions for polarization or depolarization. So in essence, it's the creator disguising itself as negative providing negativity to itself to see how it will react. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because I have a different model, which is, again, slightly different than when people say we're surrounded by demons and angels. Okay, that's a very poetic way of saying it. 
oh, we're surrounded by astral entities, negative and positive. That again is another poetic, I'm not saying that it's not real. Please, don't misinterpret my words. I'm not saying that all of this is not real. It's like saying, I am not real, so I'm just gonna sit here and die because I'm not real. <laughs> there is a reality to the activity of consciousness, but there is an unreality to the identity of those activities as separate entities. You get my meaning there? All is one. All is just one being. Now, I truly understand that there are some people who do not wish to see in unity, who continues to see in separation. So for them, the model of saying there are negative entities attacking us and we must defend ourselves, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's more attractive. That's quite all right. Because again, there is a reality to it, just like the activity. There is a reality to the wave. There is a, a, a reality to the movement. Um, but it's not a separate thing. It's all that we are pointing out with this model. And so in this model, negative entities are aspects of the one self, not you as an ego. An ego doesn't exist. It's just the identity of, the, of consciousness with its own activity. That's all it is. It's not even a bad thing. It's a necessary part of evolution because through that, is that the entity may say, ooh, I am a separate individual. I may do as I like, and it certainly does. So a view of this model just simply shows that you are in charge, you are responsible for everything. So why uh, externalize things when there is no external self, there's only you. And so you take responsibility for everything. You know, um, if we get, if we truly get away from the victimhood and guilt uh, trips that we have, we get away from that. That's what we get, full responsibility. Why not? You know, isn't it beautiful to realize that you are all that there is and that this ego self is just but an illusion? I think so. So when you take into consideration these that these negative aspects are just showing you what you're not, Right? The creator knows that it's not that, but it can buy into it through the veil and become a separate entity. So separate that it can evolve even in the densities of consciousness through perception until it can't know more. And so, again, for us, this just means that all negative aspects of ourselves that we see out there, and again, the compass is really simple. You are a self, you are the self, and when you see other people in separation, then or other things in separation, entities, planets, whatever. That's all catalyst for you to merge back into this view. And not for nothing is that it said, Shh, no mind, just be. And people would say, no, 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 that, that's not gonna lead me into the path of enlightenment and all of this. And you know, <laughs> all masters simply say, all right, you wanna play the hard game, right? You wanna go into this exhaustion of the mind. Let's play it. Let's give you impossible tasks. You see, so um, it's all about that. You can you can go back to it over and over again. Again, I'll repeat, the compass is for you to gauge where you are, you know, in terms of unity in your perception of whatever it is, the catalyst that you're perceiving. You don't have to go and find catalyst. Catalyst will come to you, my friends. <laughs> um, so, 
that's it. That's all I have for conclusions. Like I said, this was a pretty short video compared to my other ones. Um, only by like 15 minutes or so. <laughs> uh, as always, I appreciate you being there. I will take the time, of course, if you're listening this far and you appreciate my work, guess what? You can work with me. I'll leave a link in the description for you to book a free call with me. Um, buy my course, please. I love it. I love my course. And I talk to you at the end too, physically, live, on a one-on-one -on -one call. How about that? Do that um, because, because I say so. I'm manipulating you to buy my course. <laughs> No, please don't do it that way. Uh, yeah, just uh, take a look at it. It's my non-dual approach to reality and to, to you. Who are you? We can ask that question together. Let's do it. Okay, that's it. Nothing else to say. I love you, my other self. Session 69 is next online. And until then, just be well, be happy, enjoy life. And I'll see you in session 69.